You're listening to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, where I share interviews and practical tips for scrapbookers. Listen in and learn something new today. Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, Episode 14. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon from DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com, and I'm here with a dose of inspiration to get you moving on projects that are near and dear to your heart. Today, I'm here with my friend Kelly from Kelly Ratsev Designs. Kelly is a papercraft template designer who has made gorgeous and creative templates for the past few years that are available at the DigiChick. I'd just like to welcome you, Kelly. Thank you. It's good to be here. Mm. I'm glad we could make the time to get together. As with most of the guests, you'll probably notice that I'm here in Australia and <laughs> they're in the US, so it always yeah. takes a bit of coordinating to get us both here. Yes, but it's worth it. Mm. <laughs> For those that haven't heard of you, do you want to just let us know how you ended up in the paper crafting world? Uh, yes, I actually started out as a um, traditional a scrapbooker. And so I loved to purchase kits and go into my local scrapbooking store and look at all the paper and the pretty flowers and the rhinestones and things like that. And the buttons and I loved to touch them and hold them. But then I was really interested in learning more about digital scrapbooking. And so I took a few classes and started to digital scrap my own pages. I like to dabble in hybrid scrapbooking where I'm able to use my traditional supplies and my digital supplies. Mm -hmm. And then actually there was a creative team call for the DigiChick and I really, really wanted to be on the creative team. Mm. So, so I kind of, I was a little sneaky. I um, applied as a hybrid crafter, even though I hadn't really done a whole lot of hybrid crafting, but I knew, I mean, you could just print out the papers. It was really, it was really no different than playing with my traditional papers, except that I had many more of them and I could use them as often as I wanted. Mm. And I was afraid <laughs> of messing up one sheet of paper because I could just print another one, no big deal. So I applied for the creative team as a hybrid artist because it was at that time there weren't very many hybrid artists and, and I figured I had a much better shot of being chosen. Mm-hmm. So I was chosen and I got to come on as um, a member of the creative team. And after a couple of months, I showed the owner um, one of my templates that I was working on and mm-hmm. she asked if I would be interested in coming on as a designer. And at that time, I really didn't have a whole lot of ideas for um, templates. But So do you just want to take, let's just, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I just, um, so people know what you mean by a template. Oh, yes. People <laughs> ask me all the time. <laughs> My friends in real life, I'm like, yeah, I have this little business. It's in the digital scrapbooking industry. And they're like, huh? But then I explain, um, yeah, I make little boxes and bags, the templates to create your own little box or bag. Um, It can be printed out um, on your home printer. And it's basically the dashes and the lines uh, when you're putting together a little box. Um, It says, you know, score on the dashed lines and cut on the solid lines and then how to assemble it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, those are the templates that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. 
So you hadn't you said you didn't have a super amount when you first started. So how do you how did you um get enough to put together a store? How how did that whole process end work for you? So my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I get that question a lot as well. What is my inspiration? I actually so when I go to stores, I like to go down um like if I go to you probably don't have them in Australia, but TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Ross and stores like that, they sell well a whole bunch of different <laughs> It's hard for me to describe, but here are people in the U.S. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, most of the people will know what you're talking about. (laughs) Basically, they have tiny little sections in their big stores that are gourmet food Mm -hmm. sections, the gourmet food section in their stores. Um, Oftentimes, their little cookies or little packs of tea will come in interesting little boxes. And so I would look at those boxes and I I actually purchased a few of them and called it a business expense. Um, and then took it apart to see how did they do that. And um, I obviously modify it to make it more my own. There's no way that I can actually copy it. People yeah. have asked if I scan them. I'm like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> I do get my inspiration from boxes that are already made. But there's there have also been many times, I'd say probably about a third of my templates um, just kind of came out of my head. Mm-hmm. Would I'll sit down with a piece of paper and then I'll just sort of sketch it out. I picture a shape and then I kind of sketch out how it would go together. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. I have started many boxes when, you know, it seems like a really great idea and I've sketched it out and it seems like everything would go together. And then I put it into Photoshop. I drew it out or I put it into Illustrator and then I, I cut it out and it does not work at all. And then I see that somebody else has made it work and I can't imagine how to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. But one thing that I think is different that sort of sets me apart from other template designers is that I like it when my templates can fit on a single um, sheet of eight and a half by 11 paper, which is letter size paper here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer it that way because it makes things a lot more simple for the for the artist putting it together, assembling it on the other end. Um, when you're sure that the top matches up with the bottom as far as size goes, mm. um, just so that we're not wasting any paper as well. Mm. And of course, all of my templates can be um, resized. Mm-hmm. So you know, that can, it can shrink down to A4 paper. (laughs) Yes. Um, And also, uh, I have also stretched it, you know, holding down the corner, making sure that you're holding down shift as you're stretched in Photoshop and um, put it on 12 by 12 paper as well for my cutter. Just about exactly how I use them as well, because I usually end up resizing either just because, you know, I want to make a miniature one. I did that with your little birdhouse design. Oh, yeah. I made, I had a 12 by 12 sheet that had four um, six by sixes on the back. Oh, so yeah. it was a double-sided paper. And I just did shrunk it down so I could fit the roof on one six by six and so on. And Emily and I had a great time making them up together. That's fun. I love that. <laughs> They're so versatile. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And I've 
I made up the little birdhouse as well. And I hung it on. Um, actually, I'm looking at it right now in my office. But I hung it on a bunch of little branches in my entryway as a little spring, um, I don't know, a home decor thing. Mm. My kids loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we certainly pop a photo of the birdhouse and a link um, in the show notes so people can see what we're talking about. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll just let people know one of the reasons why you've come to join us today on the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast is because we've got a really exciting class coming up that we're doing together. Um, we're doing a class called Create Amazing Papercraft Keepsakes. And Kelly and I will be showing you how to create a little cute um, soap box. So it's a little box that you could use um, for a small gift or you could resize it and make it for a big gift if you like. (laughs) And um, so I've invited Kelly to come across and help me host that. And we're looking forward to seeing a lot of you there. So, uh, Kelly, what what would you like to share with people about this class? Why are you excited about You know, any time that I can have an opportunity to introduce new crafters to my templates, I get a little excited. And that's mostly because I love to um, look at the galleries and see what people have done with the templates that I create. It's so exciting and inspiring. People come up with the craziest, coolest adaptations of my <laughs> templates. And the, we have some um, pictures that we're going to be showing during the workshop of um, a couple of the projects that my creative team members have come up with. And they're a little bit um, zany. Mm. And also, <laughs> we also are going to be showing off my own traditional looking project, <laughs> kind of girly. Um, But it's fun to see what people come up with, um, looking at the same template and seeing it different ways. Mm. And I think the great thing about what we're going to be doing is the fact that we're actually showing people how you do it step by step. Because sometimes, you know, they might sit in the store and they look at the example photos and, hmm, how do I get from that to that? And in the workshop, we're going to be showing you I'll be sharing my screen and so you'll literally be able to see me walking through and creating this and I've even filmed myself folding it up so you can see that too. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. I'm actually very much looking forward to seeing how you use your digital cutter because I'm still learning. (laughs) Um, I I am perfecting the print and cut portion of my silhouette. (laughs) Yes. I I use a silhouette cameo and um, have a lot of fun with it. Um, most of the time, though, I do cut by hand, actually. Mm. Um, but I'm learning, like I said, how to how to better utilize the print and cut feature of the silhouette. So I'm excited to see if you can teach me any new tips and tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll all be learning. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I have to say, I've been using your templates for a few years now, and I um, one that I recently, well, I guess it's a couple of years ago now, but. Um, the last one I did before I got my cameo, I just printed out a bulk lot and we used them as party favors on our at our dinner dinner party. We were having sort of a, a themed part um, dinner party, mm-hmm. and it was really fun. Um, and I just used my paper trimmer to do most of the cuts, and then just went round with my craft knife on the 
you know, any curves or any, you know, center cuts and that sort of thing. So it made it really fast. And, and that's, you know, depending on which sort of design you choose, it can be a really quick process to cut, even if you're doing it by hand. And then you have this gorgeous little product at the end of it, (laughs) which we all love. So Kelly, would you like to share a little tip for people to take away to um, use in their creative crafting? Yes, I think probably the most valuable tip that um, I received when I was first um, starting to print digital papers out um, to hold in my hand and use in my hybrid crafting was that I needed to be printing on matte photo paper, Mm -hmm. um, not just cardstock. I tried to print on cardstock my first few projects, and I was always so disappointed in the colors because what I would see on the screen wasn't matching Um, what I was printing out, what I was holding in my hand. And so um, somebody suggested that I print on photo paper. And so I grabbed the photo paper that I had, which was glossy. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't quite work. (laughs) But I discovered matte photo paper, which is the kind it doesn't have any gloss to it. So I started to use matte photo paper. Um, My favorite that I've used so far is Epson Premium Presentation Paper Matte double-sided so it's two-sided you can print on both sides and I love that and I also love anything by Red River they have gorgeous paper and the beauty of using matte photo paper is that you might pay a little more for the paper but you're paying less in ink because it doesn't suck up as much ink and you can print on the fast normal print setting um so yeah it doesn't use as much ink yeah that is I think it's my favorite tip because I, you know, was always concerned about the amount of ink that I might have been using. Of course, I've discovered that it's really not that much, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, that's it, it. The colors turn out vibrant, exactly what I see on the screen, and I'm not disappointed that my hard work is washed out because it isn't. Well, that that's great because I mean I know I don't use an inkjet printer myself, but I know that's a big concern for a lot of people is just how much ink you use. <laughs> yes, it really isn't that much when you're using the right kind of paper. Mm, that's a really great tip. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> so Kelly, thank you so much for spending time with us, chatting a bit about your story and our class that's coming up on the twenty first. Um, is there anything else that you've got? Um, planned that you'd like to share with everyone who's listening today? Um, Yeah, I'm actually in the process of updating all of my um, older template files so that they will all include cutting files for your um, digital cutter like uh, the Silhouette Cameo or if you happen to have a Cricut that has the software that allows you to cut um, the SVG files, that would work as well. Um, So Mm -hmm. I am updating all of those files to include DXF files, which can be opened up in Silhouette Studio software, SVG files, and then some other machines require other kinds of files that you can trace. I'm excited because it just means more people will be able to get their hands on my template and, um, and will be able to use their machines more. Certainly, because once you have, if you have invested the money in a machine, it's always great to get your your value out of using it, that's for sure. That's right. Thank you so much for your time, Kelly. It's been lovely to chat with you. And I really look forward to our class on the 21st. Yes, me too. 
So thank you so much for listening today. If you're interested in the paper crafting workshop that we've got coming up on the 21st of October, you can get a special early bird registration of only $20 and that includes the live workshop and the recording afterwards just in case you can't make it on the day. You'll receive Kelly's cute soapbox, her best tips and tricks for hybrid crafting and digital paper so you can follow along with exactly what we're doing in the class. And as a special bonus, I've included my digital gifts workshop where you learn how to create gifts from your scrapbooking supplies um, using a variety of easy tools such as Photoshop elements. I hope you'll check it out. All the information can be found in the show notes for today's episode at scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 14.